losing weight to gain control. Today's episode: What do you do to increase your metabolism? Welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. And each week, I try to bring you something and give you some information that will help you on your journey of losing weight and keeping it off. The topics that I cover are what I've learned on my journey of losing 70 pounds and working at keeping it off. It is work. It's the end of February where I live. And the weather had been pretty nice. We had 70 degree temperatures last week. And for those of you that live in a warmer climate, to have 70 degrees in where I live in this part of Illinois is really incredible. People are starting to go outside and get moving more. And I'm going to do a 5K this Saturday, which I'm not running it, I'm walking it, but it's just going to feel so good to get outside. And if you need help getting started or just want some ideas of what you can do on your weight loss journey, I have my 14-day Losing Weight to Gain Control Get Started Guide available. You get it by going to my website, thegwenalexander.com. That's T-H-E, gwenalexander.com. And it'll be delivered to your inbox as a download. These almost six years later, I still do what I outline in the guide. So go ahead and download your copy and stop waiting for someday to get started. Make your someday today. Metabolism. Have you ever said this phrase to yourself? I have a slow metabolism. I can't lose weight because my metabolism is too slow. Today's focus will be on how your metabolism works and what you can do to rev it up, so to speak. If you have a thyroid issue that may be affecting your weight loss efforts, today's episode isn't really going to focus on on that area. That may be in a future episode, but I would recommend you talk to your doctor about what your options may be. Now, I'm guilty of making comments like what I just said. I might say she has a high metabolism or she is a fat-burning machine. Usually, I've said this when I see someone that is considered skinny or I think is skinny, eating large amounts of food and they never seem to gain a pound. So, are you born with this type of metabolism? Are only a few lucky people able to burn calories from the food that they eat really fast? Not necessarily. But in order to rev up your metabolism like anything, you'll have to work at it. What is your metabolism anyway? The official definition is it's the rate at which your body uses energy and expends calories. It's how your body takes in the food you eat and turn it into energy, how it burns it. There are different factors that affect if you have a fast or slow metabolism. Your age is one of them. Your metabolism may slow down as you age, but that doesn't mean that you can use that as a reason that you can't get healthy and work at losing weight. Another factor is gender. As much as us ladies hate it, guys usually have a higher metabolism than us. I've noticed with my male friends, they can cut in half what they eat and they just seem to lose weight. Now, this isn't a scientific study that I've done or read about. That's just something I've observed. Does that mean women should just give up? No, we just may have to work a little harder at getting the weight off. Another factor that affects your metabolism is your food intake. If you don't eat enough food, then your metabolism slows down. It makes more sense in our brains that to lose weight, you should eat as little as possible and get as much exercise as possible. 
this could actually backfire on you. That's why I say get rid of the diet mentality. It's not about eating as little as possible, but eating enough to fuel your body. Your activity level also affects your metabolism. The more active you are, the higher metabolism will be. Being active doesn't just mean your concentrated exercise time. It also involves how much you are active during the day. Do you sit all day? Maybe you have a job where you're always walking. Maybe you have a job that has you sitting all day. No matter what the situation, try your best to be active for you. Don't compare your activity level to someone else's. If you are just starting an exercise routine, don't compare yourself to someone who has been doing this for two years. Everyone is at a different level, so you should choose your activity based on where you are now. What can you do to change your metabolism? Here are five things you can do to help your metabolism get revved up. Number one, build muscle. I've done the all cardio routine before. I'm not saying doing cardio exercise is bad. I like to do HIIT workouts and and have cardio and weight training together. Your body is burning calories even when you're doing nothing. And if you have more muscle, your resting your resting metabolic rate it will probably be higher. And according to WebMD, every pound of muscle uses about six calories a day just to sustain itself, while each pound of fat burns only two calories daily. If you don't have weights to build muscle, you can use your own body weight. Doing exercises like push-ups can tone your upper body. Doing squats will help tone your lower body. As you get fit, the weight should get heavier that you use. Tip number two for boosting your metabolism. Eat smart. What does that mean? It means eating to fuel your body, not to starve it. Maybe you've heard what I'm about to say before. It's recommended that you eat several small meals throughout the day instead of three large meals. Supposedly eating smaller meals throughout the day will help keep your metabolism up. The reason I say supposedly is I don't know what studies have been done to prove this. I know people that eat three meals a day and lose weight. I used to do that and then I started eating smaller meals throughout the day. I made that choice because I was waiting too long between meals to eat and then I would overeat. The article I read on WebMD recommended eating every three to four hours to keep your metabolism high. But you need to do what would be best for you. If eating three meals at certain times is what you want to do, do it. But if you aren't getting the results you want, maybe it's time to try something different. Tip number three. Eating more protein could help your metabolism become higher. Replacing some of the carbohydrates you eat with protein-rich foods could help your metabolism rev up. Good sources of protein are foods like lean beef, lean ground turkey, fish, tofu, which I've tried tofu, but that's not for me, Um, foods like nuts, beans, eggs, and low-fat dairy. I did a past episode and explained how I plan my meals. I usually have a protein with each meal. I like to eat fish, chicken breast, or lean ground turkey, but you can get it from other sources I named also. This doesn't mean you should go and try to eat only protein foods. You need to have a balance, like anything in your life. Try planning your meals with with maybe one or two protein-rich foods in that meal. Tip number four. Exercise helps to boost your metabolism. Aerobic exercise gives your metabolism a temporary boost, but strength training, as I mentioned earlier, can help to keep your metabolism high for several hours after your workout. 
I remember reading this several years ago, and this was one reason I decided to add strength training into my routine. I've even noticed on my rest days, I feel like I'm more hungry. And when I started looking at my workout schedule, it was usually after I did a heavy strength day that I felt like that. I had purposely done a strength training day before my rest day. And and an added benefit to strength training is it tones your muscles that can make you look smaller than you are. Someone asked me recently if I had lost more weight, and I haven't, but I've been working on toning. I'm a proponent of having cardio exercise in your routine. I have days where I only do cardio workouts. I can't give you an exact number by telling you, do two days of cardio and three days of strength training. I do a mix of both most of the time because I like to keep moving, plus I get bored really easy. As you get in better shape, your body will adapt quicker to workouts that you do, which is a good thing in my book. If you haven't already done it, try incorporating strength training into your cardio routines. The last tip is the one I think is the most important in helping your metabolism. Avoid crash diets. I know the claims that you can lose 10 pounds in one week are hard to resist. But how are you going to lose that weight is by drinking only liquids and eating hardly any food. Think about this. Are you going to be able to continue that the rest of your life? Because the way you lose the weight is what you will have to do to keep it off. One of the reasons crash diets could slow your metabolism is you may lose muscle, which slows your metabolism. What this does is make your body burn fewer calories and you may actually gain weight faster than before you started that diet. Doing these five things won't automatically make you a fat-burning machine. Like anything that is worth it, it takes time. You won't get your food or your exercise routines done in a week, but that's okay. When you are developing new habits and changing your thinking on something, it takes time for it to process. I do recommend you see a doctor if you feel you may have any health issues that may may be affecting your metabolism. If you have any questions about today's episode, our suggestions on future topics, you can let me know by email, gwen at thegwenalexander.com, that's g-w-e-n at thegwenalexander.com, or on my website, you can contact me um, on the click the contact button and fill in the information, and my website is thegwenalexander.com. Also, if you feel this episode helped you or any episodes, I ask you to please share it with your friends or on Facebook or Twitter or any social media that you're on. Until next time, Coach Gwen says, it's not about how little you can eat and lose weight. It's about how you can nourish your body and become a better and stronger version of yourself. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.